Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. G-A-L-D-E-M. G-A-L-D-E-M. This song is good. Hello and welcome to Galdem's first ever podcast. Inspired by our book, I Will Not Be Erased, our stories about growing up as people of colour. My name's Liv, I'm Galdem's founder. And for those of you who don't know, Galdem is an award-winning media company committed to platforming the voices, perspectives and creative work of women and non-binary people of colour. Hello, I'm Charlie. I'm the head of editorial at Galdem and I'll be co-hosting our podcast with Liv. We're super excited to be starting our journey with you. Each week we'll invite a guest to respond to old diary entries, letters or text messages from their younger selves. The point is to nurture important discussions about growing up. You can find Growing Up With Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our podcast, Growing Up With Galdem. So on today's episode of Growing Up With Galdem, we have got a slightly different structure. Charlie is away and today I'm going to be interviewing Marielle Richards, who is Galdem's new CEO or will be our new CEO in the next couple of months. She's amazing. She's been working with us for the past five years and she is truly one of the most creative people that I know. She does have a secret sewing Instagram account. So if you are lucky enough (laughs) to get an insight into that, she makes clothes. She's an illustrator. 
Um, and she's also spent the past kind of five, six years of her career working in advertising with some huge clients and most recently working at Galdem as our head of partnerships, where she has been absolutely integral to the growth of Galdem. And she's also a really good friend of mine, aside from the business stuff. Thank you for joining us, Marielle, in this slightly unusual format for the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I feel kind of shortchanged that I don't get Charlie as well, but you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> did, did everyone did everyone catch that? Because now we've started off on the wrong foot, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> hostile interview. Literally, it's going to be a real hostile interview. I mean, I know that everyone will be missing Charlie's soothing, soothing, half Scottish, half whatever it is accent. But for today, you just got me. Um, So to kick it off, I know that I spend like pretty much every day talking to you nonstop. But, you know, this this podcast is all about growing up. And I think, you know, we're both navigating this period of change at the moment. I'm going back to uni. You're stepping into this role. And also just life stuff is happening. Right. So I wanted to know if there was anything that maybe you'd learned about yourself since the pandemic or if there's anything that you're particularly looking forward to learning about yourself. Yeah, I think, you know, I've always known that I'm a bit of an introvert. And I think a lot of a lot of me growing up, whether that's like at school or at uni or in work, has been like trying to navigate what I want to be, which is like quite extroverted and fun, always going out and then actually interior feeling like I need to be alone. I need to be on my own. So that over lockdown, it's been quite difficult, I think, um, because you don't have the opportunity to be on your own as as much as you want to be. You don't have the commute. You don't have the time kind of those little moments of silence on your own. So I think the one thing that I've learned about myself over the last like six months or so is that I am much more capable of being a normal social human (laughs) than I thought I was. (laughs) I just moved back home to my parents after like six months of being away um, to like see them for the next month or so. And it's been really nice realising how much I missed them and how much I needed to have those like social interactions with my sister, my mum and my dad. Because I think I enjoy my own company a lot and that can lead me to believe that I'm a lot more independent than I think I am. Yeah, and you and your family are pretty, pretty close-knit. Marielle's dad is like the best guy ever. Um, <laughs> he's like, he does a lot of memeable stuff. Like one of the most recent ones is buying a portable sauna. So you literally are in the sauna. It's like a bodysuit and you can walk around or whatever in this sauna. you can shuffle it around different rooms and like your head just pokes out of the top and it heats the rest of your body (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like we've spoken about Coral on the podcast before but she's also amazing and very into bugs um she's she I don't know what it is the study of bugs but uh that's that's the thing that she does (laughs) she's gonna she's gonna kill me the study of bugs she's she's a zoo She's a, a zoologist. A, like, she's an amateur zoologist. Okay, yes, okay, exactly. sorry. Yeah. That was not to delegitimize. <laughs> I just didn't know the term for what you did. Um, I have on occasion sent a photo of a, a bug for you to send to Coral to identify for me. So <laughs> and she's always useful. identified it. Exactly. Um, but no, I think I think that's, um, you know, like a really valuable lesson to learn. You definitely are someone that is very good at being on yourself. You're very self-sufficient. And I think you've been self-sufficient from like a relatively young age. So I could understand how that would be a thing. But yeah, of course, it's also important to nourish yourselves, nourish yourself with family and friends and, and, and people around you that can, you know, it's an important source. It's an important source. I think I often go to the other way in that I'm not so good in being on my own, which is not a healthy thing. 
Like I'm, I'm, I, I need to be around people. And even my girlfriend is really, she likes her own space and she likes being on her own. And it's something that I struggle with. So yeah, I admire people that are completely at peace with their own company. I, yeah, I feel like our partners are quite similar. Joe enjoys being with people. He draws a lot of energy from, from being, pe- being around people the way that you do. And I feel like I'm quite similar to Sahela in that I, you know, there are, <laughs> there are lines. And <laughs> There are lines, there are lines, there are lines. But I hope you enjoy the next couple of weeks back with your fam. So so for this episode, you have shared um, a diary extract. I'm not sure from what year. Um, 2012, and 12, I think. At 11.07pm. <laughs> Which I love the level of detail. Marielle is one of the most organised people that I know, so it was no surprised to see that this diary entry that she sent through had a timestamp, not only a date stamp but a timestamp. so Maz would you be okay to read out this snippet and then we're gonna have a little bit of a chat about it yeah sure okay here goes so Friday November 1st 11.07 p.m it has been so long since I updated this diary since March I've sat my final year exams I've finished my dissertation I've graduated with a 2-1 I've had an amazing and an awful summer I've broken up with ex-boyfriend. I've moved. I've been to America for 20 days through New Orleans, Chicago, New York. I've had lots of fairly meaningless sex and dates. I refound my confidence. I got a job. I made so many new friends. Started the seeds of my new idea for a company, (laughs) which never made it off the ground. (laughs) And all of this has made my heart swell so much. It sounds like a lot happened in that period for you. Like you said, you travelled a lot, you made new friends, you lost a boyfriend, you graduated, your heart was swelling at the end of all of it. Um, What did it feel like to read and reflect on this moment? It made me realise, you know, how young you are at kind of every moment that you think you're so grown up. (laughs) Because I was reading over that and I was just thinking, oh, How old were you here? Um, I would have been 22. Okay. Yeah, 22 turning 23, yeah. Yeah. And it's that kind of age of, you know, you are grown up, you're an adult, you've done all of these adult things, you can drink all over the world. <laughs> which is key. <laughs> yes, which is key to being an adult. You can you, <laughs> you can get a job, you know, all of, all of these things that feel like, you know, markers of adulthood. But looking back at it, it just makes you realise there's so much more learning and so much more growing up to do. And these things that were like really pivotal moments for me and were really great and joyful kind of I don't know, like a lot of it pales in comparison with, you know, the last eight years that have happened since that moment. Yeah, I remember, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd break up with an MSM boyfriend or something in your youth and you'd then spend the next however many weeks. I think I used to listen to like Chris Brown. It's never, what is it? It's never, it's never, never the right time. The say, say goodbye. That's it. God, I saw. Mine was, um, <laughs> mine was um, Destiny Fulfilled, you know, Free. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> Listen, I play that over uh, at the end of my actual like adult breakup, like yes. which is it's awful. such an adult breakup song. Yeah, yeah. But but these things, but these things um, do feel so significant. Um, and I think and I think you know it's important as well that we don't just look back at those moments and think, oh my god, we thought that these things were so big and so significant because they because they were at that at that age and that stage. You know, these were like really pivotal things that happened in our little lives. And I think that what it reminds me of is it, it kind of makes me contextualise a lot of things that are happening now. You know, what? where will I be in eight years time that I look back and I'm like, oh, gosh, I thought that was such a big deal. But 
you know, look at what, everything that's happened since then. You know, I think it, it just reminds me that I'm all, you know, you're always growing up and the things that you're exposed to at any point in time, they feel new and they feel big and scary. But um, there will be bigger and scarier things to come. <laughs> is there like a particular period that you feel most fond of in your life? Do you feel like now now is the moment where you feel most content or? Yeah, I think that, you know, there's a period from... I think maybe, you know, that the last like four or five years are, are maybe my, my favourite. And that might just be because it has been the last four or five years and it's the most recent. But those are years when I feel I feel really proud of the decisions that I've made. And I feel that I can recognise the decisions that I made. You know, some of the things that I did that summer, some of the places that I went, <laughs> the, the behaviours I took up. I don't know who that girl is, you know, who... Um, who was happy like sleeping on trains for like the best part of a month <laughs> around America like that doesn't that I don't know who that is but but the last four years I kind of I get I get who I've been and I'm and I'm still living through the consequences of the decisions I made from like 2016 onwards and I'm so grateful for those so I think that's kind of how I categorize like what feels like a fond moment or memory. So are there are there moments that that where where there was some bad behaviour? Does that refer to the the piece of paper? So on this piece of paper there is a black line. There's a sharpie has been taken to this to this diary entry, and you know maybe it's something of of which we will not speak. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those it's one of those things that you know I just yeah I don't know who I don't know who that is. <laughs> It was, but it is she. It was you. Who was she? Who was she? Who is she? I don't know. I think that's that's where I kind of look at that and the idea of kind of starting my own company. This company, I remember it. It was you know no shade, but it was one of those shea butter moisturizer companies that right, like right. I feel like all of us were going to launch at some point. Yeah, <laughs> it's those things of like I look back and it's just like this lovely naivety of like oh my god the world's my oyster. I've just graduated. I have what like. £30,000 worth of student debt, I'm going to solve it by selling body butter. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I feel like, damn, sometimes I miss some of that, like, youthful, blissful ignorance to to, to the realities of the world. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm travelling, I'm travelling around New Orleans, I'm just eating into my overdraft, I'm buying all these essential oils that I'm not going to be able to take back on the plane, but I'm going to start a business. (laughs) (laughs) Selling body butter. I love it. I love it. Ent- what do they call it? Entrepreneurial spirit. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm curious to know how long you kept a diary for and whether you still like use diarying as a way to document your life today. Yeah, I do. I've, I've, I've always kept a diary. I think from like age like 14, I've kept a diary. It's not consistent. You know, like I kind of swing in and out of keeping regular diaries. Like this one, I kind of, I hadn't updated it for what, seven months six or seven months by the time that I wrote that entry and that's quite common you know like that last year I didn't really journal at all but this year I've written a lot in my journal I enjoy it I don't keep all of them it's actually quite lucky that I that I had this that I'm that I'm at my parents house because I could find these because lots of my old diaries I've thrown out either you know they're embarrassing and I don't want people to find them <laughs> or they're painful and I feel like I've kind of I've processed those emotions I don't need them anymore but I I do enjoy kind of writing, writing down where I'm at. I find it really useful to go back to, especially especially in therapy. My therapist has kind of said, you know, regardless of how detailed it is, just keeping a journal as a way of 
getting your feelings and your thoughts out of you so you can process them with a bit of a distance is useful and and I do really appreciate that. I think that maybe when I was younger, I didn't quite understand how therapeutic journaling was for me, but I just, I did it anyway. That's interesting. And I think, I mean, we, we have the same therapist. <laughs> Shout outs to you, you know who you are. <laughs> um, um, and I, and I, and, and, you know, I, I've not been, I've, I've really not with the journaling, but I think it is a really important exercise in terms of being able to look back and understanding how or why you might feel something in that particular moment or how and why you might think that you feel something in that particular moment to be able to track like some of the patterns and the, and this and the cycles and i guess you know on that note we we spoke a little bit earlier about you kind of recognizing you know the fact that you're an introvert but also you you need to take energy or have energy from family and friends as well but what are some kind of key things that you feel as though you've learned about yourself you know in the past few years you said that the past few years are probably the years where you feel the proudest of yourself, right? Yeah, I think the the main thing that I've learned through a mixture of like therapy and just good people being in my life is that I am very resourceful. Often I get myself into binds and into situations <laughs> that are a bit tricky. What I've learned over the last few years is, you know, I have it in me to solve the problems that I create for myself and I have it in me to solve other people's problems as well. And I'm really proud of that part of me. Sometimes I need to rein it in a little bit. I try to fix everything around me. Quite li- like <laughs> Quite literally. literally. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> like there's a hole in my jumper. I'm going to sew it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn to knit so I can knit a new panel for the jumper. <laughs> Do you know where that resourcefulness has come from? You know what? It's definitely not from my mum or dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Don. Sorry, Helen. <laughs> they're, they're great people, but they're, they're not... Um, they're not, neither one of them is famed for their like DIY spirit. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of it came from, from growing up quite quickly when I was a teenager. And maybe I didn't, you know, through uni, you kind of, you're reshaping yourself. And then you get in, once you leave uni, you get into these careers that you can easily lose sight of yourself. I think when you try to get yourself into like really specific career paths and you try to accelerate your career in particular ways. And I maybe lost sight of, you know, some of that resourcefulness and that startup-y like tenacity that I had when I was like 17, 18. And I, I think, you know, the last few years in the relationship that I'm in at the moment, in the way that I approached my job over the last few years of working at, at my ex-employer to leaving there and coming to Galdem, I think a lot of that has lent into me just being a lot more confident in myself and a lot more confident in being able to make something work, make it happen, um, and like really trusting that it's going to be fine and I have all of the skills to, to make it fine. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And you do, and you do. You're someone that you know if Marielle's on a task or anything. or That's why I trust you with my baby. <laughs> You know that it's that it's going to get done and it's going to get done well because you take pride in the things that you do. In terms of like leaning into a little bit more of like the crafting side of stuff, just because this is such a big part of your life. And I know I'm like slightly deviating, but like I just think it's we're talking about resourcefulness. So actually, maybe maybe it fits in. But I feel like when you go in on something, you go really in on that thing. Like <laughs> You've gone really in on this thing from dresses to masks to it's also like knitting baby blankets and like you know all of all of <laughs> all of this thing and also okay and the other thing is actually Marielle was um was working off of some like Japanese patterns and I feel like people won't know that you studied Japanese there's just so much that the world <laughs> needs to know about <laughs> about Marielle but where did your love where did your love of um yeah Japanese wow where did your love of crafting come from I did in a levels the school that I went to was a was a technology college, you know, when um, colleges were kind of like specialised in what they could offer. So we went to a technology college and we had to choose a, a DT subject to do. You had to, to go to this like sixth form. So I did textiles and I hated it. Like I hated it. I hated it so much. <laughs> I was genuinely so rubbish at it. But what I really loved about it was the ability to like make something totally specific to me and I think I was one of those teenagers I think quite bait you know mixed race in school trying to figure out who you were going to be what your style was going to be and I just went so far left <laughs> I decided I was going to be new rave I was going to wear these awful high highlighter rah-rah skirts leg warmers like the most horrific style I had a I had a straight fringe and an afro it was just this horrible combination of things. But it basically meant that I never liked, like, the clothes that I could go out and buy. You know, even going to Camden was kind of like, 
I, I didn't like that, but what I did love was textiles when I was studying that. You know, you could you could make whatever you wanted out of the weirdest fabrics and, and stuff that you could find. I went to school in West London, so we were really close to this, like, amazing shopping street called Goldhawk Road. And me and my friend Sherelle would go, and we bought, like, neon faux fur to make mini skirts out of, like, genuinely, genuinely like, foul, <laughs> foul things. But, um... It was that kind of like being able to just make something for yourself that no one else would have been able to predict that was really exciting to me. And this year over over lockdown, as we all have, I've just been very taken with comfort. <laughs> and, um, you know, clothes aren't that comfortable, really. So so being able to make things for myself and, and fix the things that I do have um, has been really, really enjoyable. And it, again, it's just that nice feeling of self-sufficiency of like, okay, I can just do this for myself. I'm, I'm just going to make this thing because I want it and I don't want to invest my money in this company or I don't want to contribute to waste in this way. So I'm just going to cut this thing up and make it into something that, that I like. Yeah, and it's been really, 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 really fun. Like I can't stress how fun it's been from just like making things and also like making friends and meeting people online who are into like crafting. It's been so, it's really spoken to my like nerdy little nerd heart I love it I've got a, I got a, a huge nerd heart and I love it <laughs> we've spoken quite a lot about your resourcefulness your ability to kind of like or, or your desire to help others and also to like learn and figure out things I just wonder how easy do you find it to also like receive from the people around you have you always found it easy to lean into that I feel like the tech like the conversation I just had with my boyfriend is is peak example of how bad I am at this like <laughs> I literally just sent him a like an awful flurry of texts being like I'm feeling all of these things and I'm thinking all of these things and I don't want you to reply because I don't want you to think that I'm not capable <laughs> of sorting it out myself <laughs> and that's that's kind of my my typical approach is you know like I really don't like it when I need to ask for help which I am working on I think slowly slowly but surely I don't like having to ask for help I don't like it when people don't think that I'm capable of doing something. I don't think that's an automatic response to asking for help. But for some reason, you know, I'm just, there's always that part of me that's like, you know, try and figure it out yourself first before you bug someone else to come in and sort your shit out for you. It's a bad behaviour because it means that sometimes I can be judgmental of other people's problems, which isn't great. <laughs> but I am proud of that part of myself that just wants to, to get it done myself before I lean on someone else. Yeah, but also it's, a, it's good to be like, oh, I do need a bit of support or I need to think about me and my well-being. Exactly. I'm getting there bit by bit. And the, the fact that I text my boyfriend saying this is how I feel, that's quite a big step for me. The, obviously, there were two steps back where I was like, don't reply to this. <laughs> well, he knows. He can see it. He's like, oh, yeah. well, she's trying, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's important. That's important. That ability to give and also receive in equal measure, I, I think is so important. And, and everything is like, you know, there is some sort of exchange, you know, in, in some way. And it's important that there is a balance there, I think. But yeah, I, I can imagine that that would be a difficult thing to kind of work through or a longer term thing to work through. At the end of your little diary entry, you talk about the summer's events making your heart swell. And I just wanted to know, have you always been someone that has a lot of feeling things feelings <laughs> oh my gosh so many feelings yeah so many feelings <laughs> more feelings than I know what to do with I'm, I'm someone who like I have like quite physical reactions to like emotions you know 
that that like I know it sounds so soppy you know genuinely you know I do feel that that like that kind of like buoyant joy where it's like in your chest and you're like oh I'm just everything's just going so well I'm so happy I'm so happy and then similarly you know when I feel stressed or I feel down I have like really physical reactions to it I feel like my stomach drop my limbs feel weak I'm, I'm very in my body when it comes to emotions which can be useful when I'm trying to like figure out what's going on but also can can make me overwhelming yeah it's quite overwhelming and it can also make me just quite an embarrassing person to experience emotions with like going to the cinema with me I'm one of those people that like will cry so loudly I guess <laughs> so loudly it's good to cry. It's good. it's good to cry. I think it's really healthy. I have a very healthy relationship with tears, as you will know. But no, it's interesting that thing that you speak about a real physical reaction, because I think my body does similar. And I think that when I cry and I and I feel sad, it feels like a real pain. My girlfriend is like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, being with you, I've realized that when you're when you're sad, it's like literally is like a physical response. Which I'm like, oh, you know, that is a that's a Maybe it's a healthy thing in a sense because your body is clearly telling you what you feel. But then also sometimes it can feel really, really just overwhelming. Yeah, because you don't know how to handle the negative feelings when your body is like almost almost like betraying you. (laughs) You're you're desperately trying to fix something and your body's like, no, you're, you're stopping right now and this is happening. But I think it's a good thing. I think another thing that I've kind of been trying to do in in like therapy is really reconnect my mind and, and my body. And I think that often like we're encouraged to see them as like two separate things and to deal with them in like two separate ways, which isn't always helpful. I think especially when you're thinking about like just holistic mental health, just thinking of it in the context of your health in general is important. And obviously you have a physical response to like strong emotions. Obviously it's like it's hormones and chemicals and everything rushing around your body. It's going to make your body feel a particular way. And do things, do stuff, involuntary stuff. Yeah, do stuff. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true, it's true. Oh, this has been such a lovely conversation to have actually. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I know a lot of it, a lot of it, but I'm also learning more things about you. <laughs> what advice would you give to your um, younger self if you could go back to that, like eleven o seven p.m. when you were writing that diary entry, reflecting on all of this stuff that had happened in your life that felt quite, you know, monumental at that moment? I would tell myself to really like revel in it because I think I have a real habit of thinking like what's next you know what's coming next and not like living in moments for for long enough so I was obviously like just incredibly happy at this time and I would tell little Maz to just really live in that I would also tell her that she's not that grown up and it's fine you know she doesn't have to have her finances in order she doesn't really need to move out at this point even though she's in the process of it she can be young and silly she doesn't need to be looking for a relationship looking for stability looking for all of these markers of adulthood you can just enjoy yourself at this point you're in your early 20s that's it's not necessary to be a grown-up then it's not and you're right um and that is and that is that is great advice but I think honestly though if you have if you have the luxury I guess in a sense of like having that childhood or being in a situation or a position where you like can have that support you know, versus people who are like kind of thrust into adulthood from an early age without any agency over that. I think that's an important point to think of because, yeah, at some point in your adult life, shit is going to get really real and you will have to be, you will have to be an adult and you will have to, you know, do adult things and worry about responsibilities. And so, yeah, I think that's, I think that's great advice. What do you think that that Maz, early 20s Maz would think of like late 20s Maz? 
I think she would probably be a little bit confused because I do think I'm such a different person. I am like so different to who I was then. You know, I don't think anyone who knows me now would consider me to be like a party girl or kind of reckless in in decision makings. But I was then. I was then. I definitely was then. You know, the decisions I was making when I was writing this writing this diary were all about fun and spontaneity and 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 being like very very reckless. <laughs> But it's it is sweet. I think it, I'm 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 happy with how sweet that that girl is. But I think she would be confused about who I am now. That's kind of nice. I think it's nice to know that you can be so many different things and you can grow into so many different people. But I don't think she would recognize me. Mm-mm. I love that, and I think that's a really important point. You know, we all go through phases and evolutions, and we and we change, and we don't like the same things that we liked yesterday or tomorrow. But I just thought that was a really kind of like pertinent point to reflect on. You know, we all we all grow, we all evolve, we all change. And it'd be weird if we were the same people that today that we were 10 years ago. I think that we hadn't done much journeying or, or, or self-discovery or growing, you know. So I think that's an important thing. But it's been so lovely to have you on the show. Oh, so nice. Little, little extension of our WhatsApp <laughs> chats. A much more PC version as well, but but there we yeah. go. But yeah, no, it's been it's been great. So so thank you. I've ho- I hope that you've enjoyed it as well. Yes, and it wasn't too much. scary. <laughs> it was really scary at the beginning, but it's all right. <laughs> Fab. So it's just me today on the reflections, um, but it was really really wonderful to have Mary L on the show. Of course, I've known her for the past five years because we have worked really closely together. But I think through the process of reflection, of looking back. You know, with a lot of our guests, you know, we're friends or we've known them for some time, but it really is a space or a moment to uncover, you know, something else about them, to discover more about them. And I think often for our guests to discover something about themselves as well, which is, I think, a really beautiful thing. And of course, you know, I think it was a great way for for Marielle to say hello to our podcast listeners she'll be taking over from me as CEO at the start of next year I'm moving on to a position as president of Galdem's board so you will be knowing me or seeing me in a slightly new capacity but yeah I think really really important kind of conversations around growing up and transformation and I think the shifts that we go through you know and also just about knowing who you are or discovering who you are and falling in love with that person. You know, she spoke about how over the past four years, she's really grown to love and to know the Marielle that she is. And and I think that is a beautiful thing. So thank you for listening. And you can join us next week for another episode of Growing Up with Galdem. My name is Liv Little. You can find out more about Galdem on our website, gal-dm.com, where you can subscribe, become a member and help us transform the media landscape. And we thank you for listening to the show for all of these weeks, all of your support. Uh, Please do continue to share, like, rate and tell people about the show if you're enjoying it as well. Thank you so much. This has been an II Studios production. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll tune into the next one. You can find Growing Up With Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a review, rate us and subscribe. It really helps the show. And if you'd like to find out more about Galdem, you can head over to our Instagram page at Galdemzine. That's G-A-L-D-E-M-Z-I-N-E. Or you can visit our website, which is G-A-L hyphen, which is important, D-E-M dot com. 
Galdem has a book which is out now. It's called I Will Not Be Erased, Our Stories About Growing Up as People of Colour. You can find it in all good bookstores or online. Thank you so much for listening. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 